Hey, it's Dr. Jenny Cristerno, the lead psychological surgeon at International High Achievers, and this is another podcast of your Mental Health Minute. Today's Mental Health Minute is how to disagree without being disagreeable. I do want to add that you can download the actual article um, free if you go to www.highachiever.net. Um, on the website, there should be a link to download um, this from our podcast page. Okay, so with that said, let's go ahead and get started with how to disagree without being disagreeable. First of all, what does that mean? Let's, let's actually dive into what it means to respectfully disagree. And it's not a deep dive and it's pretty straightforward. We have to at some point just realize and it accept the reality that we're not going to get along with everyone we meet in this life. And even if we try, we're going to find the task quite impossible. So it's important for you to know that it's actually okay to disagree with an individual if you know what it means to respectfully disagree. So the first thing that I want you to keep in mind is that when you respectfully disagree with someone, it means you don't agree with their opinion, but you still respect it in them as a person. That's it. And it can help you to convey that to them while you're disagreeing. You can do this by acknowledging their beliefs, letting them know that you don't see it their way, but that you don't want to argue. Then allow the topic to drop. This way, you're not going back and forth for hours over something that you will never agree on, which causes people's feelings to get hurt. The next thing, stay away from and avoid saying things like, no offense. When you are about to disagree with someone's opinion, ever start with those words, no offense, or I don't want to be rude, but... These phrases almost always instantly insult the person's feelings, meaning they will be prepared to hate what you will say next, whether it's disrespectful to them or not. So just start instead by acknowledging their opinion. Next, always treat the individual with respect. Separate the person from the behavior or their idea. Again, if you disagree with the individual, it doesn't mean that you don't respect them. So act like it even while you're opposing them. Don't raise your voice, remain calm, and don't hurl insults at the other person. It would also help if you didn't talk over them while speaking and take the time to listen to them while they're talking. Then process your response. This way, both of you will be able to keep your tempers in check even though you disagree. Now, when you disagree with someone respectfully, that means that the two of you have reached a point where neither of you will change your opinion, and thus you are both respectful of each other, even as you acknowledge your disagreement. It also means that you cherish the other person's opinion with respect. And even if you may disagree with them in the end, overall, respectfully disagreeing on a topic is an excellent way to keep an argument constructive without seeming like an attack on the other person. Now, there are three smart ways to disagree with someone respectfully, and I'm going to share that with you because keep in mind, having disagreements is a part of everyday life. 
whether you disagree with your partner, your colleague, a neighbor. But in either instances, you must know how to disagree with someone respectfully. This way you won't offend anyone when you argue and you won't ruin any relationships because of it. The first thing I really want you to consider doing is using soft words. Now, there are a million different ways of saying things to someone. And sometimes the words that we can choose can make all the difference in the world. For example, telling someone they just don't understand comes across a bit like an attack and puts the other person at fault. Instead, consider trying saying something like, well, maybe I'm not explaining myself well enough, so let me try it this way instead. Do you see the difference here? The second sentence is much more respectful and less accusatory than the first. Watching your words during an argument can help the discussion become more palatable, even if your message is the same. Second, listen to their views. There is nothing more annoying than arguing with someone who is not listening to you and is committed to saying whatever they want, no matter how much you object. This type of steamrolling isn't respectful at all. So when you wish to argue with someone respectfully, ensuring you are always listening to their point of view and acknowledging the parts of their opinion that you agree with before starting your rebuttal is really important. Third, don't be dismissive. When it comes to respectful disagreement, nothing feels worse than someone dismissing you or your argument as unimportant. Therefore, if you want to argue respectfully, then you need to ensure that you aren't dismissive of the other person at any point during the argument. This means that you always let them finish what they're saying, and if they point out something in your argument, make sure you address it, even if it means admitting that you may not know the specifics of something. It's also important to note that admitting that you might be listening to a very valid argument on their behalf and you're going to reconsider your position. You're going to think about it. That brings you so much credibility as an individual and it brings more validity to your opinion because you're open to new information and data. Look, disagreeing with someone respectfully isn't always an easy task, but if you use soft words, listen to them, and acknowledge their point of view of being critical of your argument, you'll be able to disagree with someone while maintaining respect. This can come in handy both at home and in the workplace and in your community when you have an opposing view with someone you need to work with regularly. For the next section, we're gonna focus on how not to let disagreements ruin a relationship. And we all know of those individual relationships that have ended and people haven't spoken for 10, 20, or even longer years. We don't want that to be the case for you. Look, relationships are never easy, and it's likely that you and your partner don't agree on everything under the sun. This is actually natural, and every couple deals with this. However, you want to be careful not to let disagreements ruin your relationship. So what's the best way of keeping this from happening? Well, we're going to talk about that right now. The first one may shock you because the first one is do not avoid arguments. Yep, you heard me. When you know you and your partner don't agree on something, it can sometimes seem like a good idea to just avoid the argument altogether. 
For example, your partner will ask if something is okay with you and because you don't want to upset him or her with your opinion, you lie and you say you're feeling fine about it. Well, this lying is not the solution because now your partner has false information about the relationship and you that they may use to make future decisions. These decisions will only cause more problems in the future rather than just answering honestly and resolving the issue right now. Two, never let your arguments get personal. You've seen it a million times on television shows, the couple who's arguing over who needs to do the dishes, and then one of the parties brings up an unrelated incident that happened months before that they're still upset about. Getting too personal transforms the argument into an attack of the person's character and makes it much worse than just the incident at hand. When this happens in a dispute with your partner, you must realize that this is no longer a constructive argument and it needs to end before someone's feelings get hurt. Three, agree to disagree. Suppose you notice that an argument between you and your partner is beginning to escalate to the point where someone could say something that really hurts the other person's feelings or could damage that relationship permanently. In that case, it's time to agree to disagree. Despite what people may think, agreeing to disagree is an actual resolution to an argument. And by employing it in a debate that you're having with your partner or colleague, it is the same as saying you respect their opinion but you will never see it the same way. So you respect them enough to stop arguing before someone gets hurt. It can be difficult not to let a disagreement ruin a relationship, but if it's a relationship worth fighting for, then always remember, don't avoid arguments, don't let them ever get personal, and agree to disagree if you come to a point where no other resolution to the discussion at hand is possible. Now, you might be wondering, well, how can I disagree without offending someone? Well, disagreements are an inevitable part of life. How you approach and manage your disagreement is what matters. You can do this by ensuring that you do so without offending someone that you disagree with. So the first thing that we do is we acknowledge their viewpoint. One of the best ways to argue with someone about something without offending them is to be sure that you acknowledge and are respectful of their viewpoints. This respect means that when they say something you disagree with, instead of going right in for the attack, try something like, I see your point. However, I was thinking dot, dot, dot. This way the person knows that you respect their point of view even as you present yours. Second, don't let it get personal. A respectful disagreement will never have things like name-calling, insults, or a reference to a person's belief. And if the debate does go down this road, it's sure to offend someone. So don't let it get to this point and make sure you keep all of your disagreements about the facts and the facts alone. If you do sense the conflict starting to get personal, this is when you should consider calling off the argument before you offend each other. Next, listen while they speak. Do you like when someone interrupts you when you're talking? Probably not. Oh, oh, how about when they respond but don't address the points you made? Yeah, 
probably don't like that either. In either case, people may take this as very offensive, just like you might. Therefore, you need to listen during an argument, especially when your opponent speaks. This way, you will lessen the chance that you will offend them before you've even heard their side of the argument. Last, clarify confusion. Another way to offend someone may come from when you are confused during an actual argument. And instead of clarifying what you're confused about, you assume. Assumptions are almost always wrong. So if you assume during a debate, you may end up offending someone very quickly. Always ask when something comes up that you don't know. Just simply say, hey, can I ask a clarifying question about dot, dot, dot? And then that way you know exactly what they're talking about and they can be more clear about what they're talking about. And they also know that you're interested in what they're talking about. Now, although it can be tough to disagree with someone without offending them, if you keep the argument from becoming personal, let the person speak and acknowledge their viewpoint, you shouldn't have to worry about offending anyone. Just be sure you also take the time to clear up any confusion so there isn't any accidental offense either. Now, the question may naturally arise, well, how can you respectfully disagree with someone? When it comes to disagreeing with someone, even the most agreeable people will find that they can't agree at some point in their life with something. When this happens, it is important to realize that it's okay to disagree with someone if you do it respectfully. So here are some of the best ways I found to respectfully disagree with someone. And you may hear a few of those um, qualities or tips earlier in the podcast. So we're going to mix them up. That way you have a nice combination. The first one is to keep your emotions out of it, right? So the next time you disagree with someone, try keeping your emotions at bay. Feelings can really grow out of control and lead to an argument. One of the best ways to keep emotion out of a disagreement is to remind yourself to focus only on the facts and avoid anything that may be attached only to the way you feel. Two, don't let it get personal. Besides keeping emotions out of a disagreement, you also need to keep it from getting personal. So now the question becomes, when should you stop arguing and agree to disagree? Sometimes when we argue with someone, it may become apparent that you will never see each other's views. In this case, it's often better to agree to disagree rather than carrying on a pointless argument that will only upset you both. So how do you know that it's time to end an argument and agree to disagree? Well, the first red flag is when the argument gets personal, and we've talked about this. Maybe you started debating which viewpoint is better, but at some point the argument shifted to include your opponent's personal views. Once you begin attacking someone's opinions, which aren't factually backed, the discussion becomes personal and there is no way one person can win without hurting the other's feelings. Now is when you need to agree to disagree, or you may find the argument becoming a personal attack. Two, when someone gets emotional. Hopefully the following scenario won't happen in a professional setting, still at any point during the argument, if someone starts to cry or raise their voice to an unnatural level for discussions, then it's time to agree to disagree. 
Once someone becomes emotional in an argument, they won't want to listen to reason anymore. And the idea is it just steps away from becoming personal. End it now. Just agree to disagree and take time to cool down before you broach the subject again. Third, when you realize there is just no right answer. Sometimes when you start an argument, it may seem like your answer is correct. But as you argue, you may find that there are two different ways for something to happen. And this often occurs when arguing about past events. Occasionally, two people who were there may remember the situation differently. And when this happens, you have to realize that there is no way to go back and verify the event. And at this point, the best solution is to agree to disagree. People think that agreeing to disagree is a cop-out when it comes to arguing, but that's just not true. Agreeing to disagree is a great way to end an argument before it hurts someone's feelings, someone gets emotional when you realize that there is an event and there's more than one viewpoint over the thing that you're arguing about. This tactic can keep everyone happy and stop an argument before it spirals out of control. This is how you avoid not talking to somebody for 10, 20, or more years. This is how you avoid having those really small issues flare up into really large challenges that ruin relationships, sometimes permanently. So here are three tips to keep a disagreement respectful. It can be challenging to keep a disagreement respectful, especially if you're arguing over something you care a lot about. However, it's essential to always be respectful during a dispute and not hurt anyone's feelings and destroy the relationship. So here are three tips for keeping a disagreement respectful. One, don't put down the person's beliefs. No matter what you argue, try to keep it on the facts alone. Don't bring either of the party's personal beliefs into the argument because this can quickly transform the debate from a simple disagreement to feeling like a personal attack. Find a conflict to be soon going in a unique direction. Well, it may be time to agree to disagree before the argument has a chance to escalate to personal levels. Two, use the word I instead of you. In an argument, when you use the word you frequently, it can come off like you're directly attacking the other person. And even if you don't mean for it to sound that way, in places where you would normally say you, try changing that sentence. While you disagree with the views of the person you're arguing with, you do not create conflict. While you do, while you disagree with the views of the person you're arguing with, you do not create conflict with them as a person. And it's essential to remember that. It can be difficult to think before you speak when things get heated, but try to... It can be difficult to think before you speak, especially when things get heated, but try to. Try to ensure that everything comes out of your mouth is factual and informational goes a long way. So we'll avoid anything that's an attack on your opponent. And last, but not least, always listen first. It can be easy to get heated and speak over the other person in an argument. But this is not respectful disagreeing. This emotion is just the path to the conversation becoming an all-out 
yelling match. When you find yourself in a disagreement, especially in a professional setting, make sure you listen first. Please don't do the type of listening that involves thinking of how you will respond when they're finished. It would help if you took the time to focus on what they're saying, because you never know when they may be saying something that could help your argument. Believe it or not, that happens a lot. So overall, it isn't always easy to respectfully disagree, especially when very emotional topics come up and replace it with the word I instead. For example, instead of saying, you never do the dishes, you could say, I feel like I'm always the one doing the dishes. See how that changed the feeling and the focus of that argument? Third, one of the best ways to keep an argument respectful is by ensuring that you listen to the other person when it's their turn to speak. Not listening is an unmistakable sign of disrespect. If you're talking over them or responding when you haven't heard their argument fully, it feels disrespectful. Although it can be difficult, you need to listen actively while the other person is speaking and not think about your following words when arguing. It would help clarify what you don't understand to ensure a misunderstanding doesn't worsen with you. It isn't always easy to keep an argument respectful. Still, if you're committed to not letting the debate get personal, use the word I instead of you and listen while the other person is speaking. You'll find that you can easily disagree with respect. So next time you feel the urge to argue, use these three tips to keep your argument respectful. So the next time you find yourself in an argument, keep it respectful by keeping emotions out of it and not letting it get personal. Then, when it's your turn to speak, make sure you listen to the other person rather than talking over them or focusing on what you will say next. These tips will help you keep your disagreements respectful and civil. Now, let's talk about how to talk with people with whom you disagree with often. Sometimes, life may toss you in the ring with someone you just can't seem to agree with no matter how hard you try. I'm sure you know of at least one person. If you are a professional and you are at work and you're in a situation with this individual, hey, where you have no choice but to talk to them, you might be wondering, how do I do this? How do I navigate these waters? Well, considering the two of you don't agree on anything, I will admit it can be tricky. Here are some tips on how you can deal with and talk with people that you disagree with in situations like this. The first thing you want to do is choose your battles. First and foremost, when you know that you and another person disagree about a subject, it may be best to try and avoid bringing up this subject whenever possible. This way, you don't have to worry about talking to them about something you disagree with as frequently. Keep your conversations neutral. If opposing viewpoints come up, try to keep the conversation on neutral ground. You can do this by asking questions about the other person's perspective and ensuring that you don't raise your voice. You can also redirect the conversation away from a part that might be incredibly sore for the both of you. Third, look for where you agree. Now, I know that might be a very, very, very small microscopic thing, but even if you can't agree on everything, 
it's also impossible that you disagree with everything they say as well. So when you're talking through a topic that you disagree about, highlight the parts that you do agree on. For example, you can say, I agree with X opinion, but it's the why that I'm still not sure I agree with. Let me tell you why. And then this way, the person knows that you're listening and precisely what you disagree with. Next, tell stories. Some topics are bound to start a debate, especially if you and this individual are different. For example, instead of discussing things like current events, try to tell stories instead. This is because stories are your recount of an event and it will be hard for this individual to disagree with them, thus keeping the two of you in neutral territory. When it comes to talking to people that you disagree with, this can be a difficult task. But if you know the two of you disagree, then as long as you do your best to avoid the topics of disagreement and keep the conversation neutral, you shouldn't have a problem. Try to find the areas where you agree in order to keep the debate respectful. If all else fails, tell a story and let them try to disagree with that. Um, and that, that's not a, a challenge, by the way. Now let's talk about how to disagree with someone who has more power than you. It's essential that you feel validated in this world and that your opinions are heard. Being heard can be difficult when you disagree with someone who has more power than you especially if you feel intimidated by them. The good news is there are several tips to disagree with someone that has more power than you that can keep you from feeling nervous and insecure. First, pick the right time. When it comes to disagreeing with your superior, it's all about the timing. Don't voice any contrary opinion to your boss in the middle of a meeting with people who came to evaluate them. Instead, Wait until you can have some one-on-one -on -one time to discuss why your opinions are different. This way, neither of you feel attacked or embarrassed. Second, identify goals you both share. Shared goals are fundamental in a business setting, as one of the reasons you might disagree is because of the method used to reach said goals. So when starting this type of disagreement, make sure you mention the shared goal first. Reiterate how you want to work together and make it happen. Achieve that goal. Then voice the procedure you disagree with. This diplomacy will help the influential person see you more as an equal than an enemy. And third, stay calm. The most important thing you need to remember when disagreeing with someone who has more power than you is to stay calm. This is because if you start to get too emotional or out of control, the person in authority may see it as an attack. Not only that, but they may feel that they can't reason with you if your emotions are out of control. If you feel yourself starting to get riled up, just take a deep breath and remind yourself that you need to speak calmly to be adequately heard. It can be tough to get up the nerve to disagree with someone who has more power than you. So before you do, make sure you find a good time for the two of you and you feel calm when you start the conversation. You also need to identify common goals to help the individual see you as an equal. Then stay calm the entire time. You may find out that you've gotten your way in the end. Now, 
let's talk about how to actively listen during a disagreement. Look, when you're in the middle of a heated debate or disagreement with someone, sometimes the last thing you think about is the best way to listen actively. But I gotta tell you, active listening during an argument is critical because it can help you win or end it before it gets to the point where it could hurt someone's feelings and it's not good for you. Below are a few vital tips you might wanna follow to become a better active listener. First and foremost, pay attention. Don't let your mind drift to your pending rebuttal, nor should you be thinking about something random like what you're having for dinner. Instead, look at the person in the eyes, stop whatever you're doing, and focus entirely on the words coming out of their mouth. This focus can be one of the most difficult tasks of active listening, especially during a heated argument. However, it can help you end the debate before it becomes damaging or possibly wins the fight when you can turn the person's words in your favor. Second, reflect before you speak. One of the best ways to teach yourself to make the above recommendation of paying attention while the other person is speaking is to resolve to reflect before each time you say something. This reflection will help you collect your emotions and your thoughts before giving your viewpoint but it will also help you listen to the other person and respond more appropriately than if you prepare what you say ahead of time. Third, clarify anything you don't understand. Remember, that was at the beginning of this podcast. During an argument, the last thing you may want to do is clarify something the other person said, but doing this can help you actively listen and possibly even end the argument. This is because asking someone to help you understand what they're saying lets them know that you were listening and allows them to feel respected even as you disagree with them. Not only that, but you may be able to help keep the argument from escalating based on a misunderstanding. All in all, it can be challenging to remember to listen actively during an argument or a disagreement. But if you can remember to pay attention, reflect before you speak, and clarify anything you aren't exactly sure of, you may find the act of listening is the key to ending an argument before it escalates to hurt someone's feelings beyond repair. This is Dr. Jenny Christerna, and I'm the lead psychological surgeon at International High Achievers. International High Achievers is a boutique mental health private practice that caters to individuals committed to healing, growth, and development at a core level. I specialize in depression, anxiety, power and control, women and minority issues, trauma and abuse, dissociation, and dream analysis. I'm an expert practitioner of psychospiritual therapy that artfully integrates psychotherapy, Rohan, Yandi, hypnotherapy, and EMDR to assist patients in becoming less fragmented and more whole. To learn more about how to become a patient and our services and treatments that are available, please visit our website at www.highachiever.net. That's www.h-i-g-h-a-c-h-i-e-v-e-r.net. With love, light, and every good wish, pleasant journeys. This is your Mental Health Minute with Dr. Jenny Christerna.